If talking about new travel destinations or discovering the latest travel gadgets gets your heart racing just like mine, well then, you are in the right place. Hello there, I'm Katrina Rountree and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Come, our podcast about the wonders of travel, a place where we share memories from recent trips and we dream about upcoming adventures. So get your passports ready and join me for Journeys to Come. I am beginning in Paris and we are heading along the Seine and I'm taking you into the agricultural heart of France. We are going into Normandy. It is uh, an extraordinary location for history, for culture, of course, for incredible food, the most delicious food, wonderful cheeses, amazing wines, also brilliant shopping, history, I think it kind of has it all. And, of course, it's the height of summer. It is visually extraordinary. The heat, the fashion. This region is uh, also famous for Giverny. Giverny is is where Monet's home was. And, of course, many people would be able to visualise water lilies. This is where he painted those things. This is where the gardens were that he created. So if you're into gardening, painting or uh, wonderful food, shopping, get yourself to Giverny first thing in the morning I would recommend because the crowds are extraordinary and you also if you get there early you might just have the chance to chat to some of the gardeners. The other place I would like to uh, to mention to you is Rouen and specifically a restaurant there called La Couronne and La Couronne is the oldest restaurant in all of France. It was founded in 1345 and uh, it's in the capital of uh, of Normandy and the reason that this place is is infamous, so to speak, today is this is where people literally sat and watched Joan of Arc being burnt at the stake. I will say the restaurant today, it's delicious, it's wonderful, but it's kind of bizarre to be in amongst that living history. And that's what we love Europe for. Want more travel in your day? Well then, join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys to Come and follow us. And while you're there, hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag Journeys to Come. Bonjour, I am here with Thomas Alnock, who is the hotel manager on board the Scenic Gem, which I am travelling down the Seine through Normandy on. And I'm just curious of all the wonderful places in France that someone could choose to go to. Why would they choose Normandy, and in particular this trip? Uh, Normandy is a place full of history, and uh, it is. Uh, we are traveling through, for example, Rouen, which is also a university city, a very young city, uh, from the people who are living there. But yet again, the uh, history of the buildings, uh, small uh, winding streets with cobblestones, and uh, on a lot of houses which are uh, obviously a lot of out of whack nowadays. You know, like and, uh, it's a very interesting place, historic. I know that Normandy is famous for its agriculture, and as you go along the Seine, you see field after field, um, the cider, the calvados, I think they call it, uh, is very popular here. But I'm also loving the fact that um, it's, it's one festival after another, and, and uh, you know, life on the street is also incredibly vibrant. Now, I know that if you love your art, this is the trip for you, isn't it? Well, definitely uh, impressionism. You know, we're going to uh, Monet's garden, and uh, the amazing thing there is that you uh, really can see the pictures he painted. 
the uh, the landscape pictures, uh, it's exactly uh, today is still a copy. You know, you're looking at the picture and you're looking at the garden. It's a one to one, and. Uh, there was a, you know, a lot of the impressionists come from this area. A lot of people choose this region also uh, as a pilgrimage if they would like to go to the battlefields of the Somme, uh, villiers Bretonneux. Uh, tell me a little bit about, about that particular journey. Well, especially for our Australian guests, uh, we had uh, some situations where family members are visiting, visiting possibly a gravesite from, uh, from a grandfather, great-grandfather, and being the first family member who did so in the history of, of, of the family. And uh, those events are also sometimes quite emotional. Um, these uh, battlefields and uh, these uh, uh, sites we are visiting are very well maintained and uh, it is very well conducted. However, you know, like it is also a Sombringer event, especially if you have, you know, like somebody lost in those battles. Uh, I have been here once before. I, I came on this trip a couple of years ago with my mum, and we found it absolutely wonderful to go to the very same trenches that my grandfather <laughs> fought in. And it actually, yes, it was emotional, but it was also a liberating experience. But for me on this journey, uh, I've been to the Somme, I've, I've done that element. I'm actually going to Deville. What's Deville like? Well, on Fleur is where we are docked and uh, Deville is uh, on the other side. But those two places are um, the, the ocean places, if you will, for the Parisians. That's their backyard. If they go into the beaches, it's one of the two. And uh, I would say Deville is a little bit more posh. On Fleur is a little bit more blue color. And uh, Duville has also a big film festival, and of course a magnificent casino. You know, like in, uh, like in all casinos, uh, when they like uh, Vegas or Duville, when they say uh, what uh, what happens there stays there. So like they mostly talk about your money. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> well, I hope that I'm going to have a swim because I, I absolutely love Coco Chanel, and I know that that she had a shop. In Deauville, she loved the seaside, and I know that um, she was so inspired by that area. So for me, it's a little bit of—it's actually a little bit of a pilgrimage for me. I'd like to go and have a swim in the waters there. Do you think I could do that? Oh, absolutely! So like, but uh, I'm, I'm, I just have to smile. So like a Coco Chanel pilgrimage—that's <laughs> yes. that's not that's not bad. Yeah, but uh, you have, uh, of course, you know, like uh, where. Uh, the rich and famous play, uh, of course, you have then also the rich and famous stores, you know, like, and obviously it makes sense that Coco Chanel, you know, like, uh, has one of her bases there. I also just want to mention something that, that we did on this trip. We went to the Sonne Lumiere, the, the Sound and Light show in Rouen. It's extraordinary. What, what do you make of that? How would you explain that to people? Well, they have a, a perfect scenario because they have this very, very old cathedral and uh, a, a big square in front of it and uh, relatively high houses on the opposite so that they can project you know like uh, this this light show from there uh, which is also like a, with the sound effects and uh, i think you know like a lot is to be said about uh, using this cathedral as a canvas for the show uh, because uh, they had uh, last year they had a show called Vikings. Uh, this year it's really the Conqueror, and all of a sudden the entire church, you know, like there's a battle going on, and the entire church goes up in flames, and and it is uh, just fantastic. And uh, I'm going to say I've never seen anything like yeah. that, and I have seen sound and light shows right around the world. And what is remarkable about this particular one in Rouen is that the the images, the lights, are projected onto a cathedral that dates back to ten. 
1023, the presence of William the Conqueror. Joan of Arc has been in this cathedral. Monet was inspired. Countless, uh, countless paintings he's done of this very cathedral. Uh, Richard the Lionheart's heart is in that cathedral, and yet here we are, modern day, absolutely reveling in in this fresh modern kind of spirit in the town and and I suppose in a way that sums up Normandy too it's got this history but it's also got a great buzz to it doesn't it absolutely and uh, I think this is the beauty of France uh, if you see uh, if you see like yesterday with the, with the Fete de la Musique uh, this this party of music uh, you have uh, tons of people walking around most of them young people and they're all having a glass of beer in hand or so like but they're all having a good time uh, you you know like you were hard-pressed to find anybody fighting, if you, mm. will. you know, like uh, everybody has a good time, everybody is chatting, and uh, yet there's a party going on with, with lots and lots of young people, and you have exactly what you described. You have uh, this very historic place uh, with you know like a vibrant population. Could you give our travellers some tips? Is there a better time of the year to come here? And and for you, what's the one thing you have to tick off your your bucket list? Well, definitely, you know, this summer, uh, June, July, August uh, uh, is definitely perfect. Uh, it is warm. It is uh, sunny. Uh, the outside of the of that season also, like, it, it never really gets cold, even like in the, in the winter months, uh, the European winter months, like November, December, where we are not sailing. But even those months are, are very moderate. So this, the, the climate is very pleasant here. There is no such thing as bad weather. Just bad clothing choices. <laughs> you can always get around it. So I have to ask Thomas the one tip that, that you must absolutely see when you come here on Fleur is uh, is my favorite you know like the uh, it is uh, just when you go into this village and you walk a little bit around I mean you have this feeling also partly in Rouen but in on Fleur it's uh, it's really a step back in time it could be 200 years earlier like the only thing you see uh, people with modern clothing and, and here and there some cars but if you go to the streets and if you go to the bassin, I think in the last couple of hundred years, not much has changed there. Alors, Thomas, thank you so much for sharing your tips and your insights and, and your joy for this region with us. As I say, this is my second time coming through here and I cannot wait to come back again. Normandy is magnificent. Merci beaucoup. While you're listening, why not add some travel to your inbox? Sign up for my weekly travel updates at journeystocome.com. You're not going to believe it. I have just walked into one of the most famous restaurants in all of Rouen and I have seen... Jane Webster. Jane Webster herself, uh, who has Chateau Bosquet here in Rouen, the author of many best-selling books. <laughs> and here she is at the restaurant with a table of Australians here on tour. Okay. Uh, bonjour. Bonjour, Katrina. <laughs> Could you please explain to people why this restaurant is so famous, La Caronne? La Caron is so famous because it was it dates back to 1345. Um, it was almost a hundred years old when Joan of Arc was burnt at the stake. I heard a story that as Joan burnt this beautiful teenage girl, people were eating their their meal here, watching it's that true. take place. It's true. That's exactly right. You're a passionate cook. Um, I think it also has. This place would have a special place in your heart too because of its connection to Julia Child, is that right? Exactly, exactly. So Julia Child, um, this, was, this restaurant was her very first 
introduction to French food. Um, she famously says that when she arrived in, in France and she was married to Paul Child, she couldn't even boil an egg. But when she had her first lunch here at um, La Couronne, she was introduced to French food and became absolutely enamoured with everything French and, and knew that she, learnt, she needed to learn to cook. Okay, now what brings you here today with this table full of Aussies? We come here um, during the French table to come to the oldest restaurant in France and to sort of soak up an authentic atmosphere in a, in a wonderful Rouenet's uh, institution. So what are some of the things that you do when people sign up to do uh, a French table week? We go to Rouen and we visit places like Deville and um, on Fleur and Monet's House and Garden at Jevigny and we have a picnic on the cliffs of Etretat and um, um, we, we go to farmers markets and we cook and we eat and we have wonderful wines and champagnes and um, you just generally have a magnificent time. I know how much you love France but why did you particular, uh, particularly choose this region to, to base yourself and, and to, in, in time, buy this magnificent chateau? Um, well, we looked at chateaus north, south, east and west of France and, um, and in fact we ended up here in Normandy because of its proximity to Paris, because of its proximity to London. We can get in the car and be in central London in four hours and 15 minutes. You're kidding me, you just drive to London? Just drive to London. Um, but more than all of that, it was the, um, the wonderful, genuine, authentic flavour of Normandy. It has not been um, over-commercialised and it remains intact as a, as a really beautiful, um, genuine experience. So for people who were travelling to Normandy, aside from coming to visit you at, at Chateau Bosque and, and doing uh, a French table tour, what are some of your tips for what they must do in Normandy? There's something for everyone in Normandy. If you're a gardener, some of the chateaus and gardens of Normandy are absolutely spectacular. The restaurant, they're amazing restaurants. When you think of French food and classic French, old French food, um, that's what Norman cuisine is all about. Beautiful flavours, beautiful sauces, creams and butter and um, fabulous seafood. Where do I go shopping? Uh, well, Rouen's pretty good. And Deville's amazing. Deville is known as the 21st arrondissement of Paris. It is where all the Parisians have their um, residence secondaires. And uh, it's like a little mini Paris. All the big brands are there. And um, uh, just uh, go to the local markets too. There's one in every village and ev on every day. So that's an amazing experience to just go to the markets and... Um, shop at the markets. And I have to um, be a complete dag and d just ask you, um, looking back on everything you've gone through over the last, I don't know, 15 or so years, what do you make of how your life has evolved? It's wonderful. It's, um, it's quite a unique experience when people come to stay with you. Um, and we were also talking about how we've made some amazing friends um, through the French Table experience, some people that um, have come back again and again and again but we've also become friends with back in back in Australia or visit them in New Zealand or up in Sydney or in Melbourne so it's it's a real lifestyle job it's um, wonderful it's a bit like how you talk about your travel and you could never give up your your work 
Um, and I feel like that about the French table. I can't imagine doing anything else. Well, thank you for letting me interrupt your lunch today. Travel is often best shared with friends and family. So please share this podcast with your travel companions and make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you collect your podcasts. One of the first things that you notice when you go to the villages of France are just how pretty most of them are. Such beautiful gardens, they're relatively clean and organised, loads of history. And I found out a little while ago there is actually an association called Les Plus Beaux Villages de France, meaning the most beautiful villages of France. It's an independent association created in 1982 that aims to promote small and picturesque French villages of quality heritage. There's only around 200 villages that are a part of this association. It is very elite. You've got to have under 2,000 people and you've got to meet a certain criteria. When I recently went to Lyon de Florette, it's uh, an absolutely gorgeous town just up from petit on um, where we went on a, a recent scenic trip. We were travelling along the Seine and I was just in awe of this town. And I, I wandered in to the tourism office and I tried to have a chat to the gorgeous girl working in there. And I thought, you know what, you might like to hear this chat as well. Please excuse my French and, and her English, but we do get there in the end. So here now from the tourism office is Marie Law. Enjoy the conversation. Bonjour, Marie-Laure. Bonjour. Please tell me about your beautiful village. Well, it's a classified village. Uh, it's classified among, among the most beautiful villages of France because of its coherent ens um, ensemble of um, old house from the 17th and 18th century and also uh, Covent Market which is classified too from the 18th century and uh, also a bailiwick room. What's the story to the most beautiful villages of France? It's a competition isn't it? It's an association gathering the most beautiful villages of France but you have to uh, apply for becoming a most beautiful village. And each year uh, they add some new uh, villages because there are so many in France that really deserve it. Uh, avec Lyon, la forêt, uh, what is there to do here? The shopping is beautiful, the restaurants, it's gorgeous. <laughs> well, the thing is, we are not far from Paris. First, it's uh, an hour and a half from Paris, so it's not really far. You can come and visit us while you're uh, going to uh, the Norman uh, coast. And it's a very typical village of Norman countryside, uh, countryside. And the lifestyle is really nice because it's a 700 uh, inhabitants village. So it's a really uh, nice atmosphere. Uh, at the same time, it's very, um, uh, it's very lively because uh, you have uh, terraces with rest nice restaurants. When is the market open, that beautiful covered uh, market? We have still a market every Thursday, every Saturday and Sunday morning with uh, local food. And we also have uh, some really nice uh, local food product shops and also um, a beautiful hotel, three beautiful hotel, uh, one four-star. Which one do you recommend? Which was the four-star one you recommended? Uh, the, actually, it's very difficult to, do, to, um, 
to recommend one more than the other because they all have a, a different decoration but very uh, nice each time and uh, the free ones you can access to a spa uh, nukes spa and also um, where do you like to go to eat is that right there's a famous baguette that's made with salt uh, ah, just yes, it's la baguette feuilletée. It's between the croissant and between the baguette, and it's just uh, you eat like like a cake. It's so nice. You can put some uh, uh, um, some lots of things on it, and it's just oh wow. delicious. <laughs> yeah. Well, merci beaucoup, uh, Leon Lafrarette. C'est très magnifique. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hope to see many, many Australians. They do come now and uh, from word to mouth and, and it seems that they quite enjoy it. I love it. So beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for you. Want more travel in your day? Well then, join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys to Come and follow us. And while you're there, hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag Journeys to Come. I'm here with my guide Sophie and we are doing a tour of the Norman coast. We are doing Honfleur and Deauville. I cannot get over the houses, the chateaus. It is so magnificent. Why? I think it was the 19th century did this area become so popular for the aristocracy and for the wealthy. Yes, because during the 19th century, first of all, some painters and very good painters came along this coast to paint the landscapes and the, the, the seashore. And many painters came from Britain, Great, Great Britain, and some others from France, north part, northern part of France, around Paris, or some of them were from Normandy. And um, they discovered a new way uh, for painting. Uh, in the inside the landscape, on plein air? open air, yes, oui. plein air, and then um, a lot of people discover this coast very close to Paris. It was the closest coast to Paris. It's only two hours to get to get here from uh, Paris by bus or by train, by car. So it was very easy, and uh, the richest people began to come here. And it was a new period, you know, with a hygienist uh, movement. People like to enjoy the sea. It was not the case before that, and they like to have a fresh air everywhere because uh, there were during the 19th century a lot of industries everywhere, and without a good uh, and healthy air and inside the, the, the town, the city. So along the coast, they discovered that it was different and very nice and they, they could swim. It was not the case before. So it allowed a lot of uh, new pleasures to, uh, along the coast and uh, in this Normandy. And one of those pleasures was the horse riding, the horses, uh, the racing and, and selling the horses as well. Did that bring a lot of interest, a lot of money too? Yes, a lot of money, of course, because uh, some horses cost um, very, um, uh, are very expensive. There is a, a very famous auction in Deauville every year in mid-August, and sometimes a price for one fall is more than 500,000 euros. Can you imagine that? There's a champion, the crack. And I've heard of the, Roth, the Rothschild family. They had a magnificent home here, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, mm. of course. And a lot of families have their own... Um, their, their own horses here. A lot of family from 
berries, most of them. Um, and the horses are beautiful. Uh, around Deauville, around Honfleur, in the countryside, you have a lot of uh, stud farm that we call here Ara. Ara it is the French name for stud farm, and there are a lot here. And this gave a, a, a special uh, effect in, in the um, countryside. Now that that money that came here, that flowed on from from the horses, so to speak, all of the people that were here in Deauville, is that what brought Coco Chanel to Deauville? I, I remember reading somewhere that she was dating a very wealthy uh, Englishman, Boy Capel, and he had horses, and so that's what brought her here. And she was inspired by the Breton stripes, is that right? Yes, Coco Chanel had her first uh, uh, shop here in Deauville in the year 1913, uh, before the shop in Paris, because uh, this man uh, invited her to come here and he, he helped her to have this uh, first shop. And of course, for a young um, dressmaker like Coco Chanel, Gabrielle Chanel, her real name, it was uh, a very good opportunity. Uh, to become uh, famous and well-known among all this new population of a very rich and elegant person. And uh, that's what people wanted to find in Deauville, uh, things very elegant to, to show uh, their social status as well. But they were really elegant at that time. It's, I think it's quite amazing that, that Coco came to this coast and she saw all those sailors just naturally wearing um, the striped shirts and then she turned it into a fashion item and you cut to today and people all around the world from Bridget Bardo to Brando to Princess Catherine, they all, everybody wears these stripes. I just think it's wonderful this is where it began. Yes, she, she was the first time, uh, the first time, it was the first time for um, uh, her, her dressmaker but uh, she was the first one and a lot of um, other after after her did this, uh, the Fine. same because it's true that it's really nice really elegant and so French these stripes we like them and uh, usually they are blue and white of course but nowadays you can find uh, red stripes and green and uh, we like all of them but the blue are the most elegant uh, that uh, we like and you know the Actually, um, uh, some other uh, designer used these stripes. Jean-Paul Gaultier. Jean-Paul Gaultier, <laughs> of course. Um, he always wear this stripe, and uh, a lot of people, you can find everywhere in shops, uh, sometimes um, some t-shirts with, uh, without a very good quality, but you have some that you can keep with you uh, many years, because uh, they are um, in very good quality. These areas are still so incredibly popular, still very chic. And I know that uh, if you were to come here on a Friday, there's market day, uh, and everybody comes out to the markets in, in Deauville. I had a very quick look. It's pretty darn wonderful. Yeah, the market in Deauville, yes. So you don't have the same uh, kind of products every week because the sailors can change, sometimes they come one week or another, but in Deauville it's always very nice, always, and very elegant. You won't find uh, uh, things that are not fashionable and uh, which are not uh, 
very nice product in good quality and uh, that people want to have. You know, in Deville, you go there to see the other one because it's a, a social uh, meeting point, and to see the other one and to be seen by the other one. So you have to be uh, uh, with nice clothes because you like it and uh, you want it to be seen with with all these uh, beautiful French things. Well, merci beaucoup, Sophie. This is my kind of place. Mm -hmm.